my god. Oh my god. Alright guys, what's going on? Today we're going to talk a little bit about legacy. This is actually something that I was kind of laying in bed thinking about last night and thinking about our grandparents' generation and people who are starting to, you know, unfortunately pass away. The World War II generation is uh, going to, you know, maybe have a few more years here and then unfortunately we'll never have an attachment to, you know, the Great Depression and World War II and some of the world-shaping events that happened almost 100 years ago, which is sad. And, you know, as a history buff, it's something that I find myself very fortunate to have been able to even have conversations in person with people who lived through that era. But it made me start to think about legacy. And a lot of people talk about this. And when we talk about legacy, they talk about their kids and they talk about, you know, maybe their their business or their house or, you know, how they're going to be remembered. And, you know, for most of us, that's not going to be something that's ever really going to move the needle. And as grandparents start to pass away and I start to look at, you know, grandkids coming in who maybe have never known their grandparents, it really does give you a little bit of kind of like take a step back and think about where are we going to be remembered and what is our generation and what are we individually going to be remembered for? And I think it helps put things in perspective a little bit. As I started to think about this, I started to think a little bit about what I wanted my legacy to be and where and how I wanted people to talk about me or talk about my family or talk about you know my business or whatever as things start to move forward. And really, I think it started to become extra clear and extremely simple. And it came down to this for me. I want to be somebody where every time you see me, every day that we go through, every week that you come in to be involved with my family or my business, I am able to smile and engage and look at you and choose positivity. To choose positivity. That's really it. If I want one thing on my tombstone, it would be chose to be positive. And I think that that's what it all comes down to. When we started friendship, we used to use that term a lot. It's just all about the friendship. It's all about friendship. That's it. It's all about positivity and friendship. And I'm so proud of the business that we've created, the team that we've created, and the engagement that I get when I communicate to people in and around our community. One of the things that I've found over the years is that people will inevitably stop choosing to be positive. They will at some point weaken. And a lot of times I think it comes from a place of vanity or ego or blame, however you want to look at that. But they will get to a place where additional free time or maybe other negative things going on in their life will start to mount and they will start to get to a place where they blame, complain, and defend. I do think that that is the default. And if you guys haven't listened to Brian or Tim Kite's podcast, actually, I'm excited because their podcast today is actually on this. And they have a lot of really good content for it. But what is really, really important to take away from this is 
that is a default mode for human beings. We are weak and we are vain creatures. And as we start to get into a more technological generation, all we're going to be getting out of this is more free time. That's it. Being able to have things delivered on our phone from Amazon to our door in two days is going to give you more free time. Being able to order groceries is going to be able to give you more free time. Being able to text somebody or get on social media and you know advertise gives you more free time. That's what all of the cell phone and technology and all of this stuff does, right? Right now, I am podcasting with you. That allows us to have a little bit of a conversation or get into my thought process a little bit. And that saves me time as opposed to going and having to talk to three or 400 people all the time and have the same conversation, right? I can do it this way. I can talk to you on your car ride home. That saves you time, right? That's it. And so what we get then is more free time. Well, more free time is going to do nothing but expose our default modes. And so if our default mode is laziness, then we're going to be lazy. We're going to watch more streaming shows. We're going to sit around and do nothing. We're going to order pizzas. We're going to be lazy, right? We're not going to put that time towards contributing to our community or creating something amazing that will help people. We will instead just waste time. And so then we start to look at if that's our default mode or what is our default mode and how do we control that, then the only thing that more free time will get you is more of that default. This is why working on your mental game is so big. And Maria had a just amazing weekend of mental health and brain growth and brain exercise and development. And she came out yesterday morning and she was just a huge ball of positivity and energy. And man, I fed off of it like crazy. It was awesome to see. And the reason why is she had more free time, but her default mode for free time is productivity. It's brain growth and focusing on mental health and her mental energy. So when she got more free time this weekend, well, what did she do? She read, she finished a book, she finished two podcasts, and then she started to get projects done around the house. She filled that time productively. Her default mode has never, ever been laziness or negativity. It has never been, well, I'm not going to say never been BCD. She BCDs just like all of us, but it's, it's low on her radar. And so when she got free time, that was immediately filled with the things that she was so excited to do because she has worked on it. She knows the positive implications of doubling down that free time onto those things that will help move the ball forward for her. And it was truly incredible to watch happen in action. But what we see out of most people is if we are unhappy with our jobs and unhappy with our relationships, and our default is to blame the things in our life that are going on as if we don't have control, complain about it as if we don't have control. And this is the thing you think about with jobs, right? If you complain about your job and you blame it for some degree of unhappiness, you are the only person in control of that. Not your boss, not your job, not your family, not anything else. Your decisions, your choices. If you made good financial choices, you should be able to quit a job at any given time, whenever you feel like it, whenever you want. If you've made bad financial decisions, well, again, that was your choice. And therefore, you have to work a job 
to be able to make up for the poor decisions that you made financially. Otherwise, it's just not a choice. You can just quit and just move on. So then you are actively choosing to be unhappy with that. And it's the same thing with anything else in our life. If you are complaining about your relationship, you are forcing negative attention onto it. You are choosing to be negative. Don't blame other people. Don't complain about it. Don't defend yourself and your actions. Instead, spend some time being positive or getting it to a positive place and being positive about it. Get yourself invested in some things that are going to help move that ball forward. Otherwise, having more free time for you is a bad thing. That's the problem with these teenagers and kids with social media is they haven't learned enough yet to have a default mode that is positive and productive. And if they have, thank God, right? Kids are just set behind the eight ball these days to do and establish solid habits with mental health as it pertains to going and playing with friends, exercising, having meaningful conversations, and reading. They don't do that. That's not default mode for them. And if it is, it's probably been something that has been actively practiced by you, the parent, or you, the kid, for a longer period of time, which is amazing. But otherwise, if we haven't established that yet, well, these kids have gotten into then making their default mode inherently all things that lead to loneliness and negativity. It leads to a feeling of being left out. That was the study I read the other day. It's like up from, it's like 80%, 82% of kids feel left out from activities comparatively to 1998 when that number was like 10%. Because of social media, because they have all of this extra spare free time, and how do they fill it? They fill it taking in information that makes it look like and makes them feel like they are being left out. So then they complain about it, and they blame other people, and they have negative relationships because of those things. And they are getting in the habit of being negative and being in default mode as a comfort level, and we have to break that habit. So if you guys are choosing to be negative with something in your life, right, whether it be your own exercise, your nutrition, your, um, you know, your health, your relationships, your financial situation, whatever it is, you have to understand that more free time is going to only make that worse unless you understand and have a plan for what free time is going to mean for you. Free time should mean that you double down on things like podcasts or reading or relationships. It should mean that you are doing something on the side to contribute to society. I just saw Sarah Clifton today started a Facebook group. She is starting a business to help older people exercise. That's what she's choosing to do with her free time. How awesome is that? How incredible is that? It's a mom of three. And she is going to choose to spend her time doing something positive and contributing to her community and society. That's a choice. That's something that she is choosing a harder path. She's choosing working over just sitting around and streaming Netflix and being on default mode. That's awesome. That's so incredible. And we all have that opportunity. We all have opportunities every single day to go home and contribute or do something to help us become mentally stronger, which will help us be physically stronger. 
But a lot of times we're just choosing to take all of that extra free time and not invest in ourselves and blame and complain and defend. You have to see the two as interconnected. If you start to be negative about things, right? If you are choosing to be negative about, let's just say the gym. Let's say you're choosing to be negative about that today and you complain about something and you blame me, you blame Jeff, right? You should blame me. I take every action that I have as my own fault, right? That's an empowerment tool. That's something that gives you empowerment over your life, right? And if you choose to do that, you can come to me and you can complain and how I will take it as thank you so much for your feedback. I really appreciate that. I'm going to try to look back and see how I screwed up to cause that situation to happen to choose to, for you to be unhappy. And I'm going to look at if there was something that I could have done differently because I want control over my own happiness and I can't control your happiness. Only you can control that, right? But if that's where you chose to be, that's going to be something that you've got to work on, right? How can you control that situation? And so as you guys start to think about that, start to think about how you choose to walk into facilities every day, how you choose to walk in and start conversations every day. When you're at Chipotle after a long line and you know that the employees hate being there as much as you do <laughs> sitting in a line or probably even 10 times worse, do you complain about it? Are you the person who bitches to them about the line or gets frustrated or irritated when the chicken's not ready? This is something where I just chose a while back. I chose to leave if I was going to be negative or I chose to stay and try to bring some positivity into their life. And that's just a great Omarism, right? If you ever go to Omar with Omar anywhere, he just shouts positivity onto employees, workers, wait staff, people all over. And it's amazing to watch the reactions. You can change somebody's day with a compliment or an incredible just interaction with them. But that's your choice. And so as you guys start getting into this holiday season, start being very aware of what you look forward to free time for. What is your default? Where do you go to? What is your default conversation with other people? Is it positive in nature or is it gossip? Is it talking about other people? Is it negativity? Let's start getting to the point as a group. Let's start getting to the point as a community where we choose to be happy and positive in our interactions. I guarantee you that if you choose to walk into your job tomorrow and hit everybody that you come in interaction with with a little bit of positivity just to start the conversation, you are going to find yourself having a better work day. If after on your way home from work, you choose to stop by the gym and work out and you come in and you engage the people in the front area with a smile and asking them how they're doing and engage in conversation, ask them about their life, you will have a better gym experience that day. If you choose to follow up that evening with a letter to people who maybe that day engaged with you on a deeper level, right? Maybe one person at work and one person at the gym and you choose to write them a letter and say, it meant so much to me to have that conversation with you and get to know you on a deeper level. I really appreciate it. I would love to work out with you again in the future. Or if it's a coworker, I would love to grab coffee with you again in the future and continue our relationship because it really was something that was a very positive interaction for me during the day when maybe I haven't been in the most positive place there lately. If you choose to do that, I guarantee you 
that you will have a better day than you would have otherwise. And if you're listening to this and you go, yeah, that makes sense. I know that. Then why aren't we doing it? Why isn't that our default mode? If we know that we do better when we are scheduled and wake up and read and listen to podcasts and we do these things, I know I'm better there. Why do I ever interrupt that? Why do I ever go off of that mode? What obligations am I letting get in front of that, which will I know then make me a less positive and happy person? I've started to do my best to take that stuff out of my life because again, I'm the only person who has control over that. I can't control if somebody emails me at nine o'clock on a Saturday, but I can control if that on Saturday night, I chose instead to not bring my phone with me. I don't even have an email on my phone anymore. And I go and spend time with people who I love and people who are generally happy and excited to have conversation with. And I get to laugh and smile and have fun with those people. And I don't check my email till the next morning. I can control that. And again, that's me choosing to be happy and choosing to be positive rather than choosing something that might lead to negativity. So this is our homework, okay? Tomorrow is Wednesday. Or even if you listen to this by the end of the day, you still have time left today. I want you to think about putting a smile on your face, walking into the next place that you walk into, and telling yourself that I am going to have a positive interaction before I leave this place. And I'm going to do my best to go out of my way to ensure that that happens. And it's not just a positive interaction for me, but it's positive for somebody else. And I'm going to listen when they talk. I'm not just going to overwhelm the conversation. That's our homework. That's it. The next place you walk into after listening to this podcast, that's what we're all going to go and do. We're going to walk in. We're going to hold our head high. We're going to smile. We're going to laugh. We're going to joke. We're going to greet people. And we're going to have a great experience. And tell me that if you did that, that you did not have a better day or a better experience in that next immediate hour because of it. If you want to go a step above, follow up that evening with a note and maybe even double down and get them a gift card. Or maybe you have a gift card sitting around you can re-gift, right? Do that. Give it to them the next day. Make one positive interaction into two or three. That's our homework for tonight right? We are choosing positivity this holiday season. We are choosing to contribute. We are choosing to make sure that every interaction, anytime that we're in a room, it is a positive influence in that situation. Do not let yourself default into the negativity that is going to be surrounding you the next few weeks and months. Ohioans are weak when it comes to winter. They let themselves be defeated by weather, which is the dumbest thing in the world to complain about and be negative about. You have no control over that. You only have control over how you feel about it and how you talk about it. So don't let people who start to bitch and who start to complain and who start to be negative in and around you in your life, don't let them deter you from your positivity. Don't let that weigh on your mind. Don't let it drag you down. Don't go back to default mode and stick to their level. Go above and beyond. Be the person who breaks the cycle. The only way that our community in this next generation has any chance is if we, in a small group we, a group of people and more and more people 
start to get to the point where they are choosing positivity around these people and they're showing them the way. If we don't, as a society, start to get to the point where we express some of this stuff to our younger generation, they are going to default to cell phones, social media, negativity, bad relationships, and unhappiness. It's going to happen. It's already started to happen. Suicide rates are the highest they've ever been. College graduation rates and people who can't get a job after college are the highest they've ever been which is going to lead to more unhappiness at work than there's ever been. How are you going to differentiate yourself? If you're a young person listening to this, this is how. The amount of young people that I talk to that are just a drag. They are a drag to talk to. They don't bring anything fun, exciting, or positive to the conversation. They don't look me in the eye. They don't communicate well. If you can break that cycle, if you're in a series of interviews... Break that cycle. Be the person who comes in and is positive and goes above and beyond to be engaging in the conversation. That is a life skill right now that will separate you from 99% of the people in America, especially the young people. And so start paying attention to what your default mode is and start breaking the cycle based on having good habits and starting to double down on your own choice of positivity. So I am off to the gym now. I get to have a few meetings with some of the coaches and a couple clients, which is very exciting. And man, I'm telling you what, I'm going to come off this. I'm going to be firing on all cylinders. They are not going to be ready for the energy that I am going to bring to them and the positivity that I'm going to bring to them. And I'm going to finish off those meetings with a thank you card for those people and uh, just engage. And I'm excited about it. it. It makes me excited to go and do my next thing that next day. And lastly, guys, just remember that anything that happens in your life is your fault. If you accept that level of ownership, if you can see everything going on around you as your fault, anything that brings you unhappiness as your fault, something that you can control, that's going to change your outlook on everything. Any failure in and around you is because of you. You are the only consistent factor in that situation. And you're the only one with the choice that can change your own happiness in your head towards that situation. So start to look at things that way. Start to think about things in that light. It is the most empowering thing that I have ever done. It is the most empowering thing that has changed my life, my relationships and everything else to start to look at things as what is my fault? When I was younger, I really struggled with this. It was something that I was not capable of really getting in my head around. And so I blamed a lot of other people for things. Well, that's his fucking problem. I can't believe he did that. Why would they do that? She's so stupid. Doesn't know, blah, 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 blah. Rather, instead, this is my problem, right? I'm the one who caused this relationship to fail. I'm the one who caused this, you know, employee to quit. I'm the one who caused the gym to go this direction. I'm the one who caused, right? I'm the one who did. I'm the one who made that person feel that way that led to that. Or I didn't do enough to train my coaches on X and Y and Z. I need to do better with that. Everything is my fault. And so I hope that you guys can start to think about things that way. And uh, I'm sure that I'll get a bunch of jokes with people telling me all about things that are my fault now. <laughs> but, uh, but that's fine. 
in this literal instance, this actually is my fault for actually saying that statement. Therefore, I bring it upon myself. So uh, I hope that that uh, some of that stuff I hope hits home for you guys. Um, it's a little bit different level thinking. And we're going to start getting into some of that stuff a little bit over the next few weeks in terms of looking at problems a different way, viewing the world in a different lens and how that can start to differentiate us, how that can start to separate us from other people and really get us to a place where everybody around us, our kids, our families, our communities are going to be better off for that change in our own mindset rather than the, uh, you know, sit, wait, look for free time, look for the easy path, look for the convenience and BCD. So hope to see you guys tonight with a big smile coming in, just firing on all cylinders after listening to this and ready to go, ready to come in and build a relationship, have a fantastic gym experience, a great workout, and uh, just be happy that we all you know, are, have capable bodies and capable minds and can come in in a community and we have the means to be able to afford to live in Dublin and afford to live in Columbus, Ohio, and the luck to be born into America or have amazing grandparents in a first generation that won World War II and, you know, moved their family to America and had kids, made that hard choice to sacrifice themselves, their own time, their own money, their own care, and sacrifice so that you could come into this world in this situation. We are all just so lucky. There's so many things to be positive about. I can never understand why people choose negativity when there's just so much around us that's so amazing and so positive. So let's get after it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Phone check up.